This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Before we get into the NBA draft, and I say this because Wimby, Victor Wimbanyama, is minus 10,000 to go number one overall to the Spurs. We know that's going to happen. And some better put down, how much was it? I said this yesterday, like $60,000 actually put down sixty grand to win three hundred on this guy to go number one overall. I can't imagine risking that much. I think it's a dumb bet, but he is going to go number one overall. Can you think of a time when you laid – you're not a – you're a person who shops for value, I feel like, more than me. Can you remember a time when you laid down some minus money because you believed in a bet so much? Even though the return wasn't great, you had to play it? I think I did – was it Trayvon Walker, who was like the first overall pick? Yeah. I, I did that one. Yeah, oh, God, it went to Trayvon Martin. Uh, Trayvon Walker. <laughs> Um, yeah, I did that one. I think he was like minus 350 to go okay. first overall. But here's the thing. I think it is fine to lay some juice when it's the draft. Like mm-hmm. if it's an information-based market to where if you believe in your sources and your information, and I didn't have any sources. It was just like the top dogs. And it was like close to uh, the time for the NFL draft. So I believed in it. So as opposed to games where you can have all the information in the world, you can even Mm -hmm. have insider information on games and you can still be wrong because like the ball still has to bounce a certain direction sometimes for you to win said games. We see it all the time. That's why sports are amazing. But when it comes to the draft, there is less of this, like less Mm -hmm. luck things, you know, referees aren't deciding the end of a game, uh, but you do have to make sure that your sources are on point. And here's my question. Do you think betting on the NBA draft is smart if you don't have any like leg up on the competition? Because here's what I keep coming back to. As a sports betting show, I want to give you all the best plays for the NBA draft, but do I have better sources than the sports books? I don't think so. I don't think I have any sources that the sports books do not have privy to. So that's where I draw the line when it comes to the NBA draft just because I feel like I don't have an advantage in the market So why would I bet on it? Well, I think that's a really good point in that these are fun bets to make. And if you, I don't want to say get insider information, but if you see someone report something and sometimes you'll see something come out and you think, oh, wow, that's definitely going to affect the market. And then you can grab a number before that number is affected by the news. You have to be quick, but you can do that. I do think sometimes it's, or most of the time, it is hard. Because things can happen on draft day. And you know how it is with a draft. And this goes for all drafts, particularly in the NFL and the NBA, where teams will say one thing, but then do another because they don't want to give away their hand. They don't want someone above them, below them, wherever, know that they might be making a trade, that they might be making a play for someone that is expected to fall. Whatever it is, these teams, these franchises want to play close to the vest here. So you can never quite trust Wimby. We know he's going to go number one this first. That, that, that's a given. But outside of that, you're just not quite sure if teams are being truthful and honest with you. So that's another reason why I can't make a case. I, I guess I could make a case for Brandon Miller going second overall based on the reports we're hearing out of Charlotte. But now that's minus 550. Do I want to do that? No. So I would rather look at the numbers, make a case, and say, I'm looking at a game, this is how I handicap it, 
as opposed to, well, speculation says and rumor says this is going to happen. So this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm with you. And speaking of Brandon Miller, did you see this video of him talking about Michael Jordan? I think this is a crazy strategy, but you know what? It might be smarter than it looks on the surface because apparently he had like a recruiting trip or whatever you want to call it to Charlotte. And he was talking to uh, NBA Sirius XM radio and he was saying, yeah, that old man, he's not the goat. My goat is Paul George. And he was saying, yeah, MJ, yeah, he's just a guy to me. I didn't really grow up watching him. Yeah. And when we were shooting around, he airballed a free throw. This guy has the audacity to trash talk the owner of the Hornets or the current owner, I should say. Isn't he selling? But still, yeah. then I thought, is this a genius move, actually? Because you know who responds to trash talk? Michael Jordan. Yes. Do you know who absolutely loves to like go tit for tat on trash talk? Michael Jordan. Do you think Michael Jordan likes the fact that this kid trash talks? No. Well, here's the thing. I think Michael Jordan probably hates it, and he probably is sitting at home saying, I took that personally. He's probably saying that right now. But also, these kids, Michael Jordan is 60 years old, okay? So he's not going to be able to jump out of a gym forever. He seems that way because Jordan is just – even now, he's always in the headlines. Every move he makes is something we follow because he's MJ. But I am offended personally at the disrespect from these kids. They have no idea. Like, even me, I didn't grow up in an era where I got to see 70s basketball players, for example, in their prime or early 80s guys. But what I have done is, out of respect, gone back and said, hey, I'm not just going to dismiss a guy because I, I didn't grow up watching him. Same thing for any sport. Like, I didn't watch Babe Ruth play baseball, but I'm not going to dismiss him out of hand because I didn't grow up watching the Yankees when the Babe was smacking a baseball out of the park. That's just so stupid to me. I hate the uneducated opinions. If you're going to smack talk the GOAT, then you don't know what you're talking about. It'd be like 40 years from now, some kid says, oh, you know what? Tom Brady's not the go for me, really. It, he just wasn't that guy. That guy for me was Rex Grossman. He's the guy I grew up watching. Whatever. They have no sense of history, and if they didn't see some guy, then it, he didn't exist to them, or they're not willing to go back and look at the metrics or look at the numbers, look at the highlights. So I kind of find it stupid. And I don't think there's any sort of, I don't think there's any sort of strategy behind it. It's like when John Moran was like, I could take MJ one-on-one. Okay, well, you can't even take a ride from point A to point B without getting suspended. So maybe stop talking. So that's the way I feel about it. Right. But isn't Michael Jordan, like if you want the Hornets to draft you, I feel like this is the perfect way to do it. Even though it could <laughs> end in a terrible result where Michael Jordan drafts you and then he's just so mm -hmm. petty. He's like, listen, Go sit over there on the bench. I don't care <laughs> right. if you're the number two overall pick. Our team sucks anyway. Uh, and also, maybe his agent trying to change the narrative about Brandon Miller because the narrative has not been a good one. Matt brought up this point in the chat where there are other ways to bet on the draft other than just sure. draft position. There's a bet for Victor Wimignana, rookie of the year, at minus 165. It seems like a solid play. If this guy is the generational talent that we've been told that he is, mm -hmm. wouldn't it feel like a great bet for Wimby to win Rookie of the Year? But I'll say this. 
wasn't Chet Holmgren like looking like the lock to win rookie of the year? Was it last year yeah. or the year before? Then he got hurt. So yeah. does that talk you off? Wimby minus one sixty five rookie of the year. No, it doesn't. And I know what you're saying because Holmgren, when he was in the summer league before he got injured, he was tearing it up. He looked great for the Thunder. And by the way, just as an aside, Chet Holmgren is eligible for rookie of the year because he didn't play last season. So technically he will be a rookie this season. So that's a guy to keep an eye on as well. I think for Wimby, the hype is only going, the hype train is just getting started. It is just getting started. We've heard a lot about this guy, but now that he's about to officially become an NBA player, I think minus 165 is very, very good. And also, as it usually is the case in situations like this, he's going to a team that will play him immediately, and he has a head coach in Greg Popovich who has coached David Robinson, Tim Duncan, and I know he's a different kind of big man, but when you have a Hall of Fame head coach to teach you along the way, to me, it just, I, I think minus 165 is a bet I would play. Yeah, I think so too. Even though, is there any way you could wait till at least like the first few games of the season just to make sure that he's like healthy and playing? Or do you think this number is going to go way up? I think it's going to go way up. And yes, injury is always something you have to consider in any bet. But if he goes to the summer league, if he plays even in the summer league and shows out and has a good game, oh man, you're going to be laying like $5 minus 500 minus 600 for him. So I think minus 165. And by the way, those odds have actually shortened somewhat. Just last week, Wimbanyama was minus 225. So now he's at minus 165. So this is actually a good spot to grab him because I can't see them, those odds getting any shorter than this. Yeah, I don't think so either. And then finally, do you think we see any wild outfits tonight? I feel like the NBA Ooh. draft, if anybody has some hype to live up to for like crazy fits, it's got to be the NBA draft. Like oh, the yeah. one that I remember is Lonnie Walker the fourth when he had like this huge hair. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. He's a good NBA player now, but when he was drafted by the Spurs, he had to put a hat on over his massive hair and he looked like a bobblehead because like it just didn't fit on his hair. So there's this picture of him like smiling with Adam Silver, just looking really ridiculous. But somebody's going to have a wild fit tonight, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. It's There's always one guy, always one guy. And sometimes... The fits look sharp, and then sometimes it's like, man, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing here? <laughs> I don't. What 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 I want to see is I want to see how the Thompson twins dress. Amen Thompson, Asur Thompson, both of these guys, these twins are going to go in the top ten. I can't believe I was doing this yesterday, but I actually did a touch of scouting as much as a lay person can a do touch scouting. Of scouting. Right? <laughs> well, I, I, like when is the last time that you looked? And you watched videos of two kids who play in the OTE league, two twins, and you were trying to discern the differences in their skill sets. They are both going to go in the top 10. There's no question about it. They have a lot of similar traits, but they're also different in a few ways. I think Amen will probably go to the Houston Rockets because he is more of a true point guard. But since they're twins, I wonder if they're going to dress the exact same and show up tonight. That's what I want to see. No, what they got to do is wear the suits from Dumb and Dumber, like the yellow <laughs> yes. or the orange and the powder blue, even though they oh, probably yes. haven't even seen that movie. Good God, I'm getting old. Do you think they've even seen Dumb and Dumber? 
No, they've never seen Dumb and Dumber. And they have no idea who Michael Jordan is. What the hell kind of world are we living in? (laughs) If they showed up in Dumb and Dumber, that would be an all-timer. I mean, number one with a bullet. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.